Hello everyone, this is Dr. Anna Kabeka. So happy to be here with you today on Couch Talk, where we are going to talk about the thyroid connection with my special guest, Dr. Amy Meyer. So thrilled to have Amy with us today, who I've known for years now through our functional medicine um, space. And she is a renowned leader in functional medicine, and she's the New York Times best-selling author of two books, The Autoimmune Solution and The Thyroid Connection. She received her doctorate in medicine from LSU Health Sciences Center and spent five years working in emergency medicine before training with the Institute of Functional Medicine. She's helped thousands around the world recover from chronic illness through her dietary-based program, the Myers way and she's created multiple programs tools and free resources to guide readers through her revolutionary approach to health her blog and website serve as a beacon of hope to the many sufferers of chronic disease and autoimmune conditions and she comes to us today from Austin Texas so awesome to hear be here with you Amy awesome thanks so much for having me I'm really excited to be here Amy and I, Dr. Myers and I were just recently, uh, not too long ago, at one of our functional medicine conferences, so we were able to catch up there, and she's informed me that her book, The Thyroid Connection, has hit the New York Times bestseller its first week out, so kudos to you, Amy. I'm just really proud of you for that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It was very exciting. I was happy to, happy to, you know, it's always nice to have that on the book and be able to be front and center in bookstores so reach the, more people of course yeah absolutely and I know you're passionate about thyroid and autoimmune disease and let's talk about a little bit about your story share a little bit about your story and personal experience with thyroid dysfunction absolutely so yeah my passion comes from my own personal history um, my second year of medical school I started having panic attacks and was losing weight and I was having insomnia and just severe anxiety and eventually muscle weakness and, and eventually a tremor that was really the thing that I knew something was wrong when I, my hand was trembling as I would reach to get something. So um, I didn't have a doctor at the time, but I found a primary care doctor and I went to see them and basically I got brushed off and told that it was stress and it was just whatever I was learning in medical school. And um, I was quite offended by that and thought, you know, I've survived the Peace Corps. My mother had passed away very unexpectedly the year previously. And, you know, I just never responded to anything this way. So I demanded a full workup. And about a week or two later, she called me back and let me know my thyroid was overactive and that I had an autoimmune condition called Graves' disease. Most people are probably more familiar with the underactive thyroid or Hashimoto's where things are kind of slow down for them. And, you know, it really explained a lot of my symptoms, but in conventional medicine, your choices for that are to, to take medication to shut down your thyroid production, to blow your thyroid up like Hiroshima with radioactive iodine, or to remove it surgically. And, you know, I had entered medical school knowing I'd do exactly what I'm doing now, which is functional medicine, but I didn't really know how to get there. And I didn't know the name functional medicine. Um, you know, I did all my electives in integrative medicine. I uh, was president of the complementary and alternative interest group, but I, functional medicine was really not well known at all back then. And so I was doing conventional medicine, um, although I didn't, or I was studying conventional medicine, although I knew that I kind of believed in a different path. 
so when they were giving me these choices, none of them really were settled very well with me. They all seemed very extreme and pretty harsh, which they are. So I tried some dietary changes and tried uh, Chinese medicine, and, and that did not work for me, and eventually ended up taking the medication that led to my having top toxic hepatitis, one in a million, get that, and eventually had to have my thyroid ablated because I knew of no other choice. And, you know, then went on the whole roller coaster of, uh, went on the whole roller coaster of being hypothyroid, uh, hair falling out and skin dry and gaining weight and feeling exhausted and tired and cold, and then getting on Synthroid. And of course, I write all about my story in the book. So um, suffice it to say, it was a roller coaster. I eventually found functional medicine, got to the root causes of why I was in the boat in the first place, and then opened my practice in Austin, Texas, a functional medicine practice. And of course, my first book uh, was The Autoimmune Solution. And that was for my passion for autoimmunity. Uh, and then this book, The Thyroid Connection, is just really a deeper dive very specifically into the thyroid and also very much how to, for those of us who do need to be on supplemental thyroid hormone, um, you know, how to really work with your doctor to make sure you're getting the right test and the right form and type of supplemental thyroid hormone. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that, Amy. And um, it's a, a lot of people's journey, right? Especially in our integrative medical space, it's been because we had unsolved answers that our current you know, medical system and our education couldn't solve for us. So the biggest thing is, you know, this addressing of the root issue. So as you started to dig into the initial cause of the, you know, um, Graves' disease, to uncover what caused the Graves' disease, you had to dig deep into the gut issues, right? To see what triggered the autoimmune issues. So let's start there because as functional medicine providers, we're like, hey, we're gonna do a stool analysis and, and figure out what's going on pretty much no matter what you've come to us for. And so let's talk about that a little bit and talk about your initial investigation for, you know, that was part of your journey, but also when you see patients with thyroid issues. Absolutely. So anybody coming in with, you know, and let's back up and, and recognize that the vast majority of all thyroid issues or dysfunction is autoimmune in nature. Not all of it, certainly cancer or cysts or nodules, um, at least now they haven't detected that to be autoimmune, but Hashimoto's and Graves, the vast majority of, of thyroid dysfunction is Hashimoto's. So, you know, when I'm approaching somebody with autoimmunity or thyroid, um, I really have seen in my clinical practice and it's, you know, what we learn in functional medicine is that there are really five root causes to all chronic disease. And so I talk about each of these five factors in the book, which is, you know, our diet, leaky gut, as you mentioned, toxins, infections, and stress. And, and then if we're dealing with an autoimmune condition, nearly 80% of our immune system is sitting in our gut. And then we know through the work of Alessio Fasano that uh, in order to have an autoimmune condition, you likely have a leaky gut. So you are correct that the first place that I start, whether it's thyroid or autoimmunity, is looking at somebody's gut. Now you might say, okay, well, great, but how am I going to get that stool test? Well, in both books, The Autoimmune Solution and The Thyroid Connection, I have a lot of checklists and quizzes um, based on my you know, experience and working with literally thousands of people and like, tens of thousands you know, who haven't actually seen me, but have done my programs or books. 
is, uh, you know, that most people in this boat have some, um, you know, infections in their gut, whether it be small bowel bacterial overgrowth, parasites, yeast, or candida, and that's part of what has created their leaky gut. So really uncovering that. And if you can see a functional medicine practitioner, that's awesome, and get a very comprehensive stool test, that is, of course, always preferred because we know really, you know, we can see exactly what's in there, how your gut's functioning, all that kind of stuff. But if you can't, my book has quizzes in them to help you figure out potentially do you have one of these infections? And then, of course, a program and natural supplements to take to heal your gut. And then, of course, one of the first steps in healing your gut is to change your diet. So there's a you know, dietary component uh, to the program as well. But I feel like for a lot of people, that's one of the most overlooked areas is the gut, particularly, you know, somebody's like, well, my condition's in my thyroid. Well, actually, like I said, most all thyroid dysfunction is is autoimmune. And so the condition is not actually in your thyroid. It's manifested in your thyroid, but it's an immune issue. And again, 80% of the immune system's sitting in the gut. And so likely there's some gut issues, even if you're not having any digestive symptoms. Yeah, no, great point. Exactly. And so starting there with these initial dietary changes that etc. Is, is huge, right? The gut rebuilding programs that we do in functional medicine. Now, what is the most, number one thing most people who are diagnosed with a thyroid dysfunction are doing wrong? Uh, well, I don't know that they're, the person's necessarily doing something wrong, uh, because I do feel that most people want to uh, get well or, you know, reverse their condition um, and have optimal health, they just might not know how to do it. I think a better way to look at that is what is the physician doing wrong? And again, it's not their fault. It's just how, you know, you know, how we've been trained in, in medicine to um, cure a symptom, give a pill, and to not you know, really look for the root causes. So, you know, I talk about five ways in which conventional medicine really gets thyroid dysfunction incorrect. And, and the first way is that they're not even checking for it. You know, it, women are five to eight times more likely to get this. One in eight women will get thyroid dysfunction. And um, so often if you're a man, they just don't even check for it. And then you probably know, because you're working in the menopause and hormonal space, that many of these uh, conditions come out for women during times of hormonal shifts. They're pregnant and it's postpartum. Uh, they're perimenopause or menopause. And so many of the symptoms can mimic uh, symptoms of these other conditions. And so they get brushed off as being those conditions. Um, a woman who's just given birth is tired and her hair is falling out and she hasn't lost her baby weight. Well, of course, they're going to just say, oh, well, you're a new mom. You know, that's to be expected rather than, oh, maybe it is your thyroid. Uh, because, again, women are more likely to get thyroid dysfunction after giving birth. It's, we believe, from these hormonal shifts. Uh, so they don't check it. And then um, when they do check it, they are typically only checking a TSH, which is a screening marker, really, of what is the pituitary doing, not what is the, how is the thyroid really functioning. Uh, then when they do check the labs, they're often looking at outdated reference ranges that are way too broad that actually included people with thyroid dysfunction in them when they were coming up with them. And then they're not really seeking to get to the root cause, so they're not investigating any dietary, you know, gut issues, um, toxins, infections, or stress. 
and they're lo now looking at nutritional deficiencies. And that's really one of the number one things that I see of why people are not properly converting their thyroid hormone from the storage form to the active form because they don't have the nutrients they need in order to do that. And so I think it's really a failure of conventional medicine rather than a failure of the patient itself. Um, you know, they're, I feel like most patients um, want the best for themselves and are, are doing what they're being advised to do. So what do you feel is the first, so what is the first thing you recommend people to do or change in their current lifestyle or nutritional regimen? Um, well, like I mentioned, the five factors and probably the two maybe three that have the biggest impact I find are, you know, healing the gut, as we mentioned. And the first step in healing the gut is to remove, and you're removing foods that are inflammatory and toxic for you. So I think by changing the diet and fixing the gut, um, certainly back in the day before I wrote the book, The Autoimmune Solution, and then started having patients fly in from all over the world with four and five autoimmune diseases, um, that was you know, by doing those two things, I was able to help an enormous number of people uh, really reverse their conditions, their autoimmune conditions, thyroid conditions, you know, get back to vibrant, healthy lives. Uh, as I've gotten more and more complex patients, I really have to dive in deeper to, you know, the toxins and the infections. I'm seeing lots of people with Lyme. I'm seeing lots of people with toxic mold. You and I were just discussing this, you know, post-hurricane, there's just going to be a lot of people who've had leaks or water damage. Um, and then stress. I mean, I've realized for myself, that's really a big one and one that's undervalued, I think, uh, for a lot of people and even a lot of functional medicine physicians. So in the thyroid connection, in the autoimmune solution, it was sort of part of another chapter in the thyroid connection. I myself went through a toxic mold exposure as I was writing it. And it was extremely stressful. So I um, spent a whole chapter and put it actually as part of the program was all of the things that I was doing to help relieve stress while I was going through that and still continue to do um, today. So I know that was a long answer. I think the, the dietary, particularly if we're talking about thyroid, the number one food to give up is gluten. And that's because of something called molecular mimicry. We know through scientific research that the gluten molecule and the thyroid molecule is very similar. So when you do have a leaky gut and gluten gets through, your body goes or your immune system goes to attack that gluten. And what can happen is through this process called molecular mimicry or cases mistaken identity, it inadvertently attacks your thyroid um, instead of or in addition to the gluten. And that's the thought process behind one of the thought processes behind autoimmune thyroid. And so if you can only give up one thing, gluten would be the one thing and then really working towards healing your gut. If you can give up two, it'd be gluten and dairy because the research shows that at least 60% of the people with a gluten issue have a dairy issue because, again, of that molecular mimicry. So, um, so those would be, if you want the high-level, down-and-dirty, one thing you can do. Um, but by the time you get in this boat, it's usually never just one thing you need right. to do. It's no. usually a few things. 
No, it's uh, yeah. yeah, it certainly is a myriad of things that we need to address. Just like I would say, the spokes of the wheel. You know, it's there's many different aspects that can come into play. But what you remind me is um, of a beautiful memory that I have, sitting and having a glass of wine with Dr. Alessia Fasano, and um, we were talking about the the gluten issue when people are tolerant. You know, the people that are tolerant versus you know initially tolerant become intolerant. And the key is that, you know, we were discussing this and the issues of stress and how that really is the key that unlocks the gate that can contribute to the um, increase of zonulin and Permeable. Yeah. gut permeability that absolutely occurs. So cortisol is the key that unlocks the gate. So we've got to have really, um, as an integral part of our functional medicine programs and our healing programs like you do in yours that stress management issue and optimize stress like use it to our advantage and and um and be able to conquer it and to really restore our cortisol rhythm our circadian balance that becomes so key in healing and healing the gut and healing autoimmune issues but um yeah so love that that beautiful reminder for that, but how powerful that is. Almost like, you know, here you have something that's also with gluten, rubbing, 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 and then, you know, it's, you can tolerate it for just so long, and then all of a sudden you can't tolerate it anymore. And that's another issue too, especially in the perimenopause and menopause. And this is an important part for my, my clients who have maybe been on birth control a long time, have had one or two children, right? Have dealt with perimenopause, estrogen dominant symptoms and are now in the menopausal issues and how this can intricately rate, relate to the thyroid. We need to get to the under the core issues of healing the thyroid. So our, our head to toe approaches, but let's talk about test. Well, we can talk, I want to talk about two things here with you, Amy. One is the hormone imbalance contributing to thyroid and autoimmune disease, right? Cause more women are likely to get autoimmune and thyroid issues than men. So there's a hormonal component. And the other thing is let's discuss what our listeners should be asking their doctors to test for. Yes, absolutely. So also just want to say, um, as you mentioned, you know, Alessio Fasano, I mean, he is the leading researcher in leaky gut. He's, he's incredible. And I had the privilege of interviewing him for both um, my autoimmune summit and the thyroid connection summit. And, uh, you know, just talking about the latest research regarding that, if people still don't believe that this is real, you know, I mean, as we discussed, you know, once they have the zonulin blocker drug, then every GI doctor out there will be talking about leaky gut. But still right now, there are people who, no pun intended, but just poo-poo this idea, but it is real and you can get into, uh, you know, PubMed and, and do any searches. So back to your, um, you know, question regarding the hormones, I like to think of, you know, in medicine, as you and I both know, we get taught things in isolation, you know, here's your female, you know, system, here's your thyroid system, here's your uh, blood sugar system, here's your uh, adrenal system, nobody's talking about how it's all interconnected. And I like to think of it as the, you know, as the World Wide Web, you and I are on the internet speaking, um, I'm not just bouncing one signal to you and you back to me, there's signals being bounced out all over the place in order for you and I to talk. And that's what's happening in our body. You know, we, it is not your thyroid just talking to your adrenals. 
It's your thyroid talking to your female hormones, to your blood sugar hormones, to your adrenal hormones, and all of those bouncing signals back to one another and back to the thyroid. And this is happening, you know, every minute of every day. And then things are responding. So if one of those systems is out of balance, all of the systems are going to get out of balance. And it's kind of the chicken or the egg, um, you know, which to fix first. And there's a lot of different approaches to it. I mean, you might, because your specialty is in, you know, menopause and perimenopause and the, and the female hormones, you might start there. Um, mines and thyroid and adrenal. So I might start there or you could kick it all and just start in the gut with the diet. <laughs> and then a lot of things come back into balance and reducing stress. So there's no like one right answer about all of that. Um, so um, uh, to your uh, point, you know, what, what I think was, you know, what do they need to be asking their doctor for and testing. And I'd like to say that you know, my first book, The Autoimmune Solution, was very much like, hey, all the immunosuppressive drugs they're going to put you on are terrible. Don't go do that. Read my book instead and follow my program. Or while you're doing that, read my book, do my program, and try to get off of those. The thyroid connection um, made it a little bit harder to write in, in a certain kind of way because it really did need to be a partnership with your physician because if you're somebody who does need supplemental thyroid hormones, you know, and I'll preface this by saying I've been able to help many, many people re re reverse all kinds of autoimmune conditions, including Graves' disease. I mean, completely spared their thyroids, did not have to go through what I had to go through. But there are many people who've had Hashimoto's for, you know, the average it takes, you know, five to six years to get diagnosed. It, you know, many people have had this for many years. So if the damage has already been done to the thyroid, or if you're somebody like me who had your thyroid removed or radioactive iodine and you don't have one, then we're going to need to be on supplemental thyroid hormones. It doesn't mean don't read the book. It doesn't mean that you still can't heal your gut and prevent another autoimmune disease. It doesn't mean that you can't get your other hormones in balance and reduce your stress and maybe reduce your supplemental thyroid hormones. But you may not be able to completely get off of it. I mean, if I didn't take mine, I would literally die. So, you know, in the book, you have to be able to work with a physician. And so this book is very much a partnership book with your physician. Great if you can get to a functional medicine physician, but I wrote the book so that everybody out there can actually work with their primary care doctor or their endocrinologist, whoever's managing that for them. So I do have a list of all the tests. I have a list of all the optimal ranges. I have a, I have a letter to your doctor in there. And then, of course, there's the whole functional medicine approach that you can either do with them or on your own, you know, just using the book. So the tests that I recommend that everybody get are a TSH, a free T4, a free T3, a reverse T3, uh, and thyroid antibodies. You really do want to know, do you have autoimmunity or not? You want to know your gas i.e. the free T3 versus your break, the reverse T3. So, um, and then, you know, of course, there's optimal ranges. There's normal, uh, but then there's optimal. And you want to make sure you're in those optimal ranges. And I can either go through those or, you know, of course, they're all in the book. Amy, let's go, let's go through those optimal ranges because it's so key, you know, because I think there was such a big, you know, it was really eye-opening for me initially when I looked at, okay, if someone is with thyroid disease, we want their, you know, TSH to be within this range. And, you know, if I'm looking at their free T3 and free T4, what do those numbers need to be? And, and how far can we expect our thyroid antibodies to drop? But anyway, the big eye-opening um, 
thing for me was, okay, if we're treating someone, we want their TSH to be between 0.4 and 1.4, right? And, and so why would that be different if we're, you know, not being treated? And huh, maybe that TSH of 4.5 or 5 is way too significantly gone, you know, is way too significantly hypothyroid, for instance. That we yeah, were saying so, is um, your doctor would say, hey, well, that's normal. That's, you know, that is in your labs. It's not flagged as abnormal if you're in those wide ranges. So let's talk about those optimal ranges. Um, yeah, so and every lab is different, um, but in general, um, they're around the same, you know, reference ranges. So I think, um, and it sounds like we even have potentially some, some different ones. Um, typically, I use for a TSH between one and two. I mean, that's sort of what's out there in the literature. Now, if you're, I don't go by TSH as much because most of my patients are on um, armor or desiccated natural thyroid that has some T3 in it, and that can artificially suppress your TSH. So somewhere between one and two or lower. I mean, I have plenty of patients that it's, you know, actually very suppressed. Um, so I don't use that quite as much, but certainly if you're not on supplemental thyroid hormone and you're just coming in, you know, what is an optimal level? And it, certainly I think between one and two or lower, again, depending on somebody, how somebody feels. And I'd like to back up and say labs are labs. And I do, you know, labs are part of the picture, but the bigger part of the picture is how does the patient feel and listening to the patient. I mean, that is the thing that I do the most. If a lab says one thing and the patient tells me something completely opposite, well, the patient is going to win over the lab. Um, so for free T4, I like that above 1.1. Free T3, somewhere around 3.2. And then a reverse T3, uh, 10 to 1 ratio, below 10 to 1 ratio with a free T3. And of course, your antibodies to be negative. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, I think the big thing is like what you said is just to emphasize that is that we treat the patient, not the labs, right? And that is really where these, you know, we can look at lab results day in, day out, right? And that can get certainly very expensive. But what I found, and, and I believe you're the same way in your practice, and, and especially with the awesome quizzes you've developed is that these self-discovery quizzes really help us look like when are we feeling out of balance what area needs more you know needs to be addressed now and a lot of these self these intake inventories that you have in your book that we talk about um, are a key part to that guidance and that awareness for the patient and for us as as providers well your numbers look good but huh, what's what else is going on here? And that allows us to look deep, deeper, look at the next spoke on the wheel too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So okay, so let's talk a little bit more about hormone menopause and thyroid because we definitely see it in the perimenopause. We know estrogen dominance can affect your thyroid because of the way um, we get a uh, say cross, not cross contamination, Amy, but what's a better word for that, to thyroid binding globulin, right? So we get an increase yeah, in thyroid so as, globulin. Absolutely. So as estrogen increases, um, well, let's back up and just explain that, you know, for the most part, when we're talking about hormones, there's either total, and those are bound to proteins, or they're free hormones. And as you heard me say, I want you to get a free T4 and a free T3. There's total T4s and T3s as well, which you can get 
but it's these free hormones that we care about. Those, when they're free, they can float around and go into receptors and act on something. So when estrogen goes up, there's more proteins there and they bind up the thyroid hormone. So it's one of the reasons why uh, when a woman gets pregnant, she might have hypothyroidism or certainly if she's on supplemental thyroid hormone, she likely needs to increase her supplemental thyroid hormone dose by 25%. Uh, it's why women, when they go on birth control pill, um, same thing or hormone replacement, um, so usually doesn't happen with the bioidentical hormones, but you know, but when we're talking about these synthetic hormones or high hormones like in pregnancy, it tends to be enough that there's enough proteins that it binds the thyroid hormone and you can have a, you know, subsequent hypothyroidism. But then we believe it's also these shifts in hormones, uh, such as in pregnancy where you have high, high estrogens and then overnight you deliver and boom, they go low or these fluctuations where you might have had a high estrogen and estrogen dominance, and then you go into menopause and your estrogen drops. It's also these times of fluctuations of hormones uh, that we see um, that, you know, hormone, that thyroid dysfunction comes out and autoimmunity. I mean, there's a lot of research with MS right now actually giving super high dosages of estrogen uh, to help prevent or reverse multiple sclerosis. So, you know, estrogen and hormones can be <laughs> protective as well. Uh, and that it might be one of the theories why autoimmunity comes out more around perimenopause and menopause as well. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And thinking about the number of women increasing with multiple sclerosis and how there is amazing research looking at estriol, eight milligrams estriol daily in decreasing the symptoms and the results of multiple sclerosis. So there's a balance, a key thing, and there's different types of estrogen. For our listeners and our audience, often we just measure in the blood estradiol, but there's, you know, E1, E2, E3, there's, you know, many, many other forms of estrogen. So I think in looking at comprehensive hormone profiles, it's good to look at total estrogens and as well as the breakdown and some of the key ones, especially E2 and then E1 and E3, getting a gestalt as we follow your care and your therapy in these hormonal issues and balancing. But right, we go back to, you know, treating the patient, not the lab. So there's this, you know, it's a guidance, just like the questionnaires are part of the guidance. But for me, this whole issue of the hormone imbalance and the fluctuations and how that can trigger um, an overlap with thyroid disease and autoimmune disease is just fascinating. And it's certainly why I love this area of, of perimenopause and menopausal health, because getting hormones in balance can decrease reliance on thyroid hormones, decrease the risk of autoimmune disease and thyroid disease, and you know a number of other diseases, including cancer. So it's exciting. It's exciting to be at this stage in our lives and our careers and kind of getting these pieces of the puzzle put together that two decades ago, I know when I was okay, almost two and a half, three decades ago when I was going through medical school, <laughs> we just didn't have these pieces. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much is, right, we didn't have these pieces or, you know, it was there, but they're just, the yeah, mind the connections weren't being made. The eyes don't yeah. see what the mind don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what are three? What are what? Tell tell us a day in the life of Dr. Amy Myers. What have you optimized your life? 
in your ideal day? Oh, well, you know, it really, um, it, you know, this last year has been insane. As I told you, I was in the midst of, uh, writing a book, writing the thyroid connection. Uh, I, mean, I was writing the thyroid connection. I had three months to write it from January to March and February realized we had toxic mold in our house, got out, moved into an apartment, got super sick. We moved into six different apartments, <laughs> sleeping on the floor, got rid of everything we owned, wrote a book. It was supposed to come out next year. They pulled it up this year <laughs> and it came out in September. Now I'm hosting a summit and uh, trying to do a PBS. And my husband just finally put together a bed for us last night. I've been on the floor in like number eight of an apartment. Finally got settled in one and there was a leak in it a week after us being there. So he's out looking at Airstream trailers and Sprinter vans right now. So there's nothing consistent right now in my life. We honestly were like, oh, next week, let's go to Santa Fe and see if I feel better. So now I'm going to a... Well, no, last week we were going to go to Santa Fe, and then I had to go to New York for the book. So uh, my life is quite insane at the moment with no real, um, I don't want to say no real structure, but I'm really one day at a time uh, at the exact moment. But uh, And that's not normally my answer. I'm a very structured person and could have yes. told you my entire routine, but I've oh let go goodness, of a lot, not let, not let go of, you know, like, I wake up, I always have, you know, I have a shake either for breakfast or for lunch. I mean, you know, like diet still and all of that, you know, it's like even in times of craziness, like you got to make sure your diet spot on in these times of insanity, you know, that you're doing things for stress reduction. So I have the things that I wrote really about in the thyroid connection. I get up, I do my uh, heart rate variability, see have I recovered from the day before, usually some heart mass breathing. um, And you know, the diet, I mean, I follow, I mean, I do follow the Myers way. I, I it, the, literally the two pieces of furniture, we have a sofa and an infrared sauna and a mattress in our apartment. So, um, and hoping to get a hyperbaric. So, um, I practice what I preach is all I can say. I don't have a set routine at the morning and the moment other than the mornings are trying to get set off on a good foot with the stress reduction techniques that I talk about in the book, I follow the diet that I talk about in the book and my day uh, tends to end with infrared sauna uh, for detox. So uh, even in the craziness of my life of not knowing what tomorrow will bring or even what city I'll be in (laughs) and possibly even what apartment I'll be living in. um, I do try to bring structure in that kind of way. And I think that's key. It's like you built up your resilience, you know, and to tie here it's been my gosh stressed to the limit right worn worn thin but those skills and the the techniques and the nutrition how you're nourishing yourself when you can in times of dire stress displacement i mean this is horrible amy i had no idea you were dealing with all of this and oh my gosh here i asked you you've you've given us an hour of your time today and i'm just so grateful i i just tell you that's you know that's part of your um Gosh, that your beautiful character that you're taking this time to get this word out and and to reach more people. And first, thank you for that. Second, oh my gosh, you've got to definitely find those those keyholes to nourish your body. And I know many women listening are feeling stressed too. Can maybe relate to Amy and just being displaced right now. I'm getting ready to move out because we've got the the flooding of the carpets, and I don't even know where the water came from. Window 
window walls, whatever, that we've got to get out. And that issue of mold, it, it really warrants a mention here, Amy. You've dealt with it. I dealt with it in my in my before and in mold testing and mold remediation and having it done right, but how significantly it can affect you. It affected my daughter uh, terribly respiratory wise, and it, it can affect our entire immune system. So um, some indications, do you have like a way to, a, a quiz in your book too that looks at, okay, this is how you can find out if you're, you're dealing with mold toxicity. What are some things that our listeners too, because so many, especially if they're in hot and humid climates, I'm in Southeast Georgia, that we've had so many people deal with this mold issue. Yeah, so I would first say that this is really, uh, in my opinion, the next big epidemic. I mean, I'm sure I will have a book about this at some point. I don't think the world's quite ready for it right now. Uh, between, you know, the environmental changes that we're having with all these hurricanes and floods and, uh, you know, just national disasters, natural national disasters, um, and just you know, the, our building practices now, this is going to be, it, is, it already is a huge problem. And the other thing that I would say to people, you know, when people are like, well, I did the program and I healed my gut and I'm following the diet and I'm still sick. Well, this is definitely one of the things you need to look at. I mean, the diet and the healing your gut is part of it. But as I mentioned, there's toxins, infections, and stress. And um, mold is a toxin for many, many people. And the third thing that I want to say about it is, you know, I talk about this in my first book, The Autoimmune Solution, which is there's a spectrum, no inflammation to inflammation up to autoimmunity. And you can get on that spectrum and you can get off that spectrum. And you can even be doing everything right like I was doing. And I noticed that there was something not right in my house. Like I'm doing my program. I do all this stuff and something happened. You know, I'd gotten married and I'd released my first book and everybody's like, it's stress, it's stress, it's stress. My hormones changed literally overnight, like stopped having periods. And I was like, this is just weird. And so, you know, I went uncovering and went uncovering. And uh, finally, that was, you know, the last stone not, you know, not turned over. Um, no, I don't, I don't have a, book, a quiz in my book. I do have it in the appendix and some things um, that I talk about. There's kind of clues that I give people of why it might be a problem for them. And so I guess there's slightly kind of like a checklist there. I have some podca a podcast that I talk about it. Um, if you just Google my name, actually there's several, but, you know, one on my podcast, uh, it's completely free where I talk about it and um, I did a Facebook live. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. Never judge a book by its cover, right? So to the outside world, um, my life looked amazing because you're only seeing what I'm putting on social media. But I went into like deep, dark hiding for about six months, uh, just literally trying to survive. Meanwhile, having this, you know, like commitment to an, a publishing house that I had to finish this book. So I think it's, you know, you never know what somebody's going through when you, uh, you know, when you see them or, you know, when you, you know, whatnot. But I'm very open about it. Obviously, I'm talking about it here. But when I came out from my seclusion, you know, my first Facebook Live, I've, you know, talked about it, cried about it on Facebook of, you know, just literally how devastating it's been um, in terms of, you know, my first year of marriage. And we had incredible highs. And then my husband who was not affected by it at all, uh, moved into six different apartments and gave up everything he owned for me. So it's been a, it's been a total struggle. And, um, and yeah, I mean, sometimes you literally have to go into survival mode, but in that, you know, just try to take care of yourself. I mean, that's, that's, you know, 
thank God I'd, you know, had enough support around me that I was able to, you know, to do that. And to me, the favor my favorite part of the Thyroid Connection is actually my acknowledgement because my acknowledgement is, you know, to all of the people, it takes a village to get well. And it, it, it was, you know, my acknowledgements are all about the village of people and, uh, you know, that helped me support me and help get me well again, because it really did take a lot of, a lot of villages. So I think the thing is, is that, um, you know, it's great if you can get all that information from one person or one book, but the reality is, is that a lot of times you can't, you need a lot of different things. I don't just see myself, you know, I see acupuncturists, I see chiropractors, I see, you know, energy healers. I see, you know, I'm in the infrared sauna. I'm doing float tank, I'm in, you know, hyperbaric oxygen. You know, they're just, there are a lot of people can get well with just a program and a book. Trust me. I mean, I got thousands right. of people, oh, yes. tens of thousands, you know, from the autoimmune solution that have written to us. But there are complex people. I mean, I see them in my practice. Yes. We see them with the five autoimmune diseases. And so you might need to see somebody or you might need to, you know, even dive deeper. And that's, you know, what I had to do this time around. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I was just thinking, you know, our mess becomes our message, Amy, right? God, you know, conditions us or, or sometimes we have to make something beautiful out of some of the trauma that we've been through. And this is part of our experience. But the fact that, you know, willing to give back and put in and give information out and we just keep learning more and more about this amazing human body that we're in and this energetic body and the spiritual body that's all in this one this one space and how the environment affects us. But our mess becomes our message sometimes and definitely it, it has yours and the way that you've been so authentic and sharing it, my gosh, you are helping, I would say, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people worldwide just in giving this information out in such a sincere way because we know that there's many, many aspects that need to be addressed. And, and like you said, you know, let's, let's start, you know, where, where's the first, you know, place we need to start? What's the next right step? And let's take that. But I think for all of us listening, especially it's in, you know, um, with love and affection towards you, Amy, it's that nur nourishing yourself, finding those keyholes that you stay nourished as you look for a dry environment. So where is it? New Mexico, you think? <laughs> where are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the high desert. There are places called the high desert, and I do seem to do better in those places. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the, um, you know, when something bad happens to you, you can either crawl up in a ball and feel sorry for yourself. And I've certainly had my days and my moments of doing that. Or you can, you know, I'm a type A take action personality. I was an ER doctor, right? You can't just sit around and walla. You got to like, you know, solve a problem. So I just figure, you know, take what happened to me and, and, you know, it's my, you know, I say frequently conventional medicine failed me and it's my mission to not have it fail you too. So, you know, that's, that's what this book is. I mean, the, the autoimmune solution was, you know, my first book and my baby and, you know, I, I love that book. And then this one was such a deeper dive into the thyroid and it, you know, brought up a lot of emotion for me was, you know, that I don't have a thyroid and that, you know, I wish I had known me. I wish I had had my book when I was going through this. And there are many people that I've helped um, who did have Graves disease and didn't have to go what I go through what I went through. And that's always, 
you know, bitter, bittersweet, but just amazing that now there is this resource out there for people. I, like I said, wish, wish I had had it for me, but you know, who knows what I would have done with it. I might, you know, <laughs> you know, who knows yeah. if I'd had it. So, but I think that's, back in time. Yeah, no, but again, yeah, you put the pieces of this puzzle together for so many people. And I want to encourage our listeners that you can get this at dramymyers.com and on Amazon. Amy, will you share your website? Yes, my website is, um, it used to be dramymyers.com and it will redirect for you, but we've rebranded it as amymyersmd.com. So all my social media is amymyersmd. So come follow me there. My website's amymyersmd.com and then you can get the book anywhere books are sold. Okay, and that's Amy Myers, spelled A-M-Y-M-Y-E-R-S-M-D.com. And the autoimmune Correct. solution and the thyroid connection is there, plus all her beautiful podcasts and, and talks. And I know we've done a podcast or two before as well. And I just encourage our listeners to check this out and also to take their next right step. There's tons of notes that I know I've taken from our conversation today. And, and for our listeners, take these notes, take these next action steps, keep looking for the root cause. And, um, you know, Amy, thank you so much for taking time today. It's so funny because here I am like in the hallway, you know, I'm getting ready, bags packed to move out of my place. So freaked out about the possibility of mold here. Just know that it just does not smell good, does not feel good. And post hurricane, we've got to get these rugs up and out of here. And um, I hope that I hope that I'll be able to move back home and then just to hear about your journey. Just thank you again for your time here today. Well, thank you and good luck. I hope it all goes well and that you get safe and get all that fixed. Likewise, likewise. All right, to our listeners, thank you for joining us on, co on Couch Talk. Please like this, rate this podcast, and share it with your friends and share it on social media. Also, comment about it. You can comment under at drannacabeca.com on my podcast page, and let me know your thoughts. What did you learn out of this? Give us your big aha, and uh, tell us what your next right step is. And I look forward to hearing your results, and I thank you all for being here with us today. Again, this is Dr. Anna Kabeka. Have a good day. Thank you, Dr. Amy Myers, for being with us.